to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Right here at Chop Studios, and we are very, very, very excited to launch the NBA with all of you guys who have invested your money all season long with the NFL. And you started to sprinkle a little bit of cash on the on the prop bets. Props. But now it is here. We'll get into that in a little bit. We got to get into last night's NBA action first before we get into all that. Because I did slap uh, another prop bet last night. Uh, I'm riding this hot train that is Jalen Brunson. He went off again last night for 28. Uh, he slapped his over on his uh, on his liquid prop last night. I was, I was confident that was going to happen regardless. Very surprised to see the Knicks do as well as they did against a team like the Hawks, a team that kind of like is the bugaboo in Atlanta. You know what I mean? So uh, the the more compelling thing outside of Brunson was how off Trey Young was last night. The dude goes four for 14 from the field, one for six from three-point land, still winds up with 19 points, but does not ice hit Trey his over. Ice Trey ice cold ice Trey. from so the field yesterday. I got questions. I got questions, Gooch. I, okay. I, I got to know. The Knicks right now, okay, as a whole, Brunson aside, because there was a couple guys that didn't hit their prop bets. I mean, R.J. Barrett, um, he didn't hit. Um, Clint Capella, if you were in on him on his rebound total last night, uh, it was set at 10. Uh, he hit, you know, he gets eight. It's like you were just waiting for, like, these these missed shots to just, just crash the boards and see if you can cash in on that. But if you felt like you, were, you, you could pull out of these things. So if he's got eight rebounds with, like, I don't know, two minutes to go, and you're just not feeling confident, like, that's the way to just, like, all right. Um, I'm gonna cut my losses for a second because yeah, it's not at, at that point. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen how it works down the stretch like that. If there's two minutes to go, I feel like they may treat they, it just like just it like uh, <laughs> yeah, DraftKings would treat it where you're you know two minutes to go, you're you're done. You missed your opportunity. This here. is true. This is very true. So, but if he had let's say seven at half, you're feeling and he good. He needs three. The rest of the, at half is this time where you would cash that. You out. feel good about that, and you would actually probably even if you wanted to, you could pull out and reinvest or, yeah. or go short on the second half, which is crazy. Well, that's, that's, but, that's a little bit of a, a hedge, right? I mean, think about it. That, that's I I guess that's your hedge bet no i mean you already hit at the point at, at that point it's a second bet it is a second because, bet, you're, right? because you're, once the 10 hits if it if the 10 hits then you feel you feel good about it but anyway my question is more about the knicks i'm a knicks guy uh mojo market is, is live in jersey so you would assume there is a plethora of knicks fans out there who are very curious about this right now they're up a half game um as the sixth seed they're up three and a half on the eighth seed and of course they're full like firmly entrenched to at least at the worst, playing that playing game. Are the Knicks a playoff team this year? I mean, right now it's right it's now they are, but I'm saying like are. we got a whole nother half a season to go technically by calendar. Is wise. there anybody in the back end that's playing extremely well in the Eastern Conference right now? I feel like it's a bunch of middling teams that are gonna yeah. beat up on each other for the rest of the way. I think the Knicks look, I, I bash the Knicks at every turn I get an opportunity you do. to do you do so. Do that. But when I when you sit here at what is it now, you know, mid to end of February, yeah, and the Knicks are, are still sitting pretty in a, in a firmly entrenched the in a playoff spot, lost the, and they're playing their best basketball right now that they've been all they season. Are, they are. I feel like they're gelling. They're, I feel like they're gelling. And what I will say is this: I'm going to say I'm going to go as far as this: the Knicks are definitely a playoff team this year. But when I when it, the the real success is, can they win a series? Can they win that first series? And, and right now, if the stars aligned. You're looking, you know, you're looking at a 76ers, you're looking at a Bucks. I don't think they could run with those guys. But if they chill and they wind up as this, you know, maybe get to the five, right? And the Nets continue to tread water and they're, you know, like maybe they match up with the Nets in the first round. 
you know, as the as the four or five. I, I don't know. I don't probably know they, not. Hey, the way the Nets played yesterday. Because right now, yesterday, right I know now, Bridges lit it up. But oh, Bridges had himself a night. I have it written down right here. Uh, Bridges goes for forty five. So he, he did you see the absolutely um, crushed it? Did you see? I don't know if this is there's truth to this or not, but at the deadline, as all these things were happening, the Nets got Dorian Finney-Smith and they got Bridges. Yeah, um, there was apparently offers on the table for for. Dorian Finney-Smith for two ones, and they turned it down, right? And then for Bridges, they had four ones on the table, and they turned that down. So six ones representing those two players, and they didn't do it. Either A, those picks— Is that, like, confirmed, or is that just, like, kind of swirling? Because, like, that's—you would think you would want to recoup some of the stuff. I'm not positive on how confirmed it is, but this was through the Sauce Network boys, so I feel like it's pretty consistently good. Yeah, those guys are on their their game. Um, Um, But, yeah, I think either either the the consensus was amongst the group— was that they're um, the protected picks? They have to be because why would you not get rid of those two? Correct. But then when you see a day later, forty-five points, maybe the Nets just know something. Maybe they, yeah, don't. right, right. Maybe they have a little bit of a, a, so hit, in other a words, hunch that he might be good. Let me go check on Bridges' stock right now. Yeah, I, well, we will get into all that, but yeah, last night, big time games out of Luca again. I mean, that just goes to show you that it's it's constant. It's every night. Uh, 37 points for him. Jason Tatum scores 38. Zach Levine, 35. Donovan Mitchell with 33. So Bridges up 3.4%. In the last 24 hours? In the last 24 hours. There so, you go. So all hey, of a sudden, long-term bet. we going go, long on him And that's now, it. We're huh? happening. It's happening in real time right now. Uh, Chris has a feeling about Bridges. So I, And look, you we've said it a million times over, and I'll just keep saying it until I'm blue in the face. Star-driven league. Mm-hmm. So can Bridges be a star in Brooklyn? Um, when you're not surrounded by the rest of the, the, the peanut gallery, I guess you could, you possibly could be. I, I guess we're going to find out now that he's realistically the number one scoring option there. He was Put some buried- respect on Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, been buried, he's been buried behind a ton of options in uh. Phoenix for a little bit. Um, his average bank value per season is 1163, but he played a lot of those years on the bench as a role player and you know a, a wing defender. Really good all-around player. Um, they're having his future value at $130 at $100 and 99 cents. So like $101. And he banks eleven a year. So you're looking a year. at another 10 years. He's in nine his fifth years. year. He's got 56 earned. I like going long on bridges. I mean, I know that we're not, we're not doing this yet. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, how could you not? After seeing what you saw yesterday with his full opportunity to be the guy. And he delivers like that, 100% going long on Bridges. All right. Mark that down. Yeah, so there you go. So, again, on the prop bets last night, you hit a couple. A couple did uh, fall short. But um, keep your eye out. We'll talk about, before we get out of here, we'll talk about a couple uh, games to keep your eye on tonight. Now, finally, it has happened. It is here. The NBA. I you gave can, you a little sneak peek. You the, did. You did. The, the NBA is officially here, and we can finally start comparing some careers and start doing some kind of, you know, the stuff that we love to do for the NFL. It is here now. So now it's time to start comparing some players. Who are you going long on career-wise? Who are you going short on? Who do you think is going to exceed their expectations? Who do you think is going to fall short? We start with a little bit of a comparison with two guys. You might know who they are. Um, it is Mr. LeBron James, who had just set the all-time NBA scoring record a couple weeks ago. It was a couple weeks ago at this point. It was like uh, last week. Yeah, it feels like forever ago. Uh, but anyway, so LeBron James, and we compare him to Kevin Durant, who's found himself a new home in Phoenix. My question to you is, and I understand the earned bank value is, is significantly more for LeBron James. Why? Because, yeah, you got the championships. You got the accolades. You got the scoring titles. You got every, basically every, every in year record. 20. You, huh? Year 20. And year 20, right? So all the bank value you would imagine. Now you're looking at, 
a guy like Kevin Durant, who has now played for an umpteenth amount of teams already. Is Phoenix his last stop? Both on four teams. Is Phoenix his last stop? Like, do you think this is finally he can make a name for himself here and stop the nonsense? Because that's where I, I look at a I look at a Kevin Durant who is an all-world player. Everybody knows that. There's no there's no debating that. Him and LeBron, if you want to compare the two, they're very similar in, in stature as far as scoring, like scoring on the court. When they're on the court, you gotta respect it, right? But like the one bugaboo I have with Kevin Durant is that he just can't stay put. Like, I think it has a, a lot to do with his future value because you have to look at a guy like Kevin Durant. A, you know, again, he comes off that nasty injury. He, I think he, that the Achilles has a little bit more to do um, with why I'm a little apprehensive than than where he's going to be. KD, he's, he's such a good offensive player that no matter where he is, top five in the league. You know, he's yeah. impossible to defend. When it comes playoff time, it's going to be KD getting every shot no matter where he's at. No matter where he's at. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Nets traded him. Apparently, he was demanding the trade, and he he kind of forced his way to Phoenix, but we didn't really get to see that in the media play out because Kyrie took care of all the media, the noise. Correct. But do you really blame Durant in in considering of how things went down with the Nets? You know, you bring in the I mean, three he's guys. been asking for a trade, I feel like, since the moment, minute he walked in the door. But like, like, this is the nature of the NBA. You name a player, and I'll name a team. They probably played on it, right? And this is, we're talking about stars. Russ is about to beat, Russ set, a deal signed a deal five years ago. He's on his fifth year, I believe. He's on his fifth team in five years. He set a max deal, maybe even a super max deal. This guy's so now does every team does every team that acquires him responsible for that year's salary? Yeah. Now imagine there's rumors. That, there's rumors. Tax time. There's rumors that there could be a potential <laughs> buyout. And I did hint at this at the end of the show the other day that the Jazz and Russ may be interested in a buyout. If that happens, then I'm, I'm hearing that Miami Heat would be in play for Russ. Adding Russ to that roster, I think, with that coach, I think that's what works. There's maybe one situation where Russ goes and improves their chances to win a title, and it might be with the Heat. Would I take him on the Knicks? Yes. Yeah, I would. I like, listen, I like Russ. I, I think he catches a bad rap. I, I, I understand it. But you're overshadowed by the guy we're talking about right now, the king of the NBA, LeBron now, James. The Knicks fans are like, I wouldn't take Russ. That's like the Jets fans saying, I wouldn't say, take Rodgers. Stop though. it. The Knicks aren't <laughs> winning stop. a title with or without Russ, but get some excitement in the garden. Bring 100%. a star there. Have a star. They haven't had a star for there. In, in for, I mean, look, they're trying to make stars there, but I just, you know, it is what it is with that one. Um, and, and honestly, what's the harm? Russ will be gone by next year. Exactly. Uh, exactly. There's literally know? no harm in it. You take, a, you take a flyer on a team right now where the Knicks are right there as far as like, they're a star away from being a, a four seed, possibly, and moving up a little bit. Not much, but, if but I'm a little Russ, bit. If I'm Russ and I get bought out by the Jazz, I have zero interest in going to the Knicks for the remainder. Yeah, I mean, if he if he couldn't handle it in L.A. as far as the media is concerned, he'd well, go to New York know, and get roasted. I don't know that he couldn't handle it. He goes it. one for seven from the floor. That, that crush him. I don't know that Russ couldn't handle the media. I don't think I don't think that really has much to do with it. He's he's played well throughout his career. I think it's the system in LA is just not going to suit him, mm. and I'm not sure the system in in New York will. But I know what Russ brings, and he brings an attitude and an energy that I think helps almost any team. I agree. If used right. All right, let's talk about some big men. Lakers shall we? need some shooters. Top player NBA all time centers. It looks like Giannis uh, is the top center. I guess you could consider but, uh, him a center. Yeah, I mean, like Giannis is like. Top big man? He, but he anyway, everything. I'm excited about this comparison because I don't think there's much of a comparison. I think the Joker has been an all-world player. He's won MVPs. He's just, he is one of those guys that 
you, you don't have to worry about. You know what I'm saying? He is one of those Mr. Consistents. He's a, he's a seven-foot Larry Bird. He, that's a great point. comparison. I mean, people might, might be, kill you for it. might be a little bit of a reach. <laughs> don't, don't clip this. I won't I clip like that dealing one. With that. I've already had, we've already had a day yesterday with the Tom Brady yeah, Mahomes no, stuff. No, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I looked like I was... Uh, Hundred thousand I looked people. like I was asleep for four hours, woke up and did the show. But like, that's how I looked yesterday on that that's one. That's how we look all the time, so it's okay. Um, but yeah, Jokic, the Joker. The Joker. He's one of the, my favorite players in the league to watch because he, he's just so fundamentally crisp, sound, does everything right, um, makes it look super easy, and he's very unassuming. Yeah. And then also I think, I think when we're talking about this matchup specifically, Embiid can't stay healthy as, as much as Joker can. Right, and I say Joker. That's yeah, it's, uh, it's our inside Joker. joke. Yeah, it was Joker. Um, Embiid has been on and off the court. He had this this thing where it was uh, the process. You're looking at a lot of the the career earnings up to this point, or the the bank value up to this point, and I think it's largely been affected by how he was, you know, ushered into the league like little by little. They just didn't they didn't let him take the full reins off until four years into his career, which was crazy to me. Joker's multiple MVPs at this point. Embiid is going to be in his shadow. I don't see it it changing anytime soon. I think Joker has a long career the way he supporting cast. Game. You would you would think the 76ers have a little bit of a better supporting cast around MB going forward. I mean, specifically this year. I don't know year. about that. I feel like if you put the Nuggets in the East, they would be the the Sixers or Jace. Uh there has been injuries that the Nuggets have dealt with. They had their chance a couple years back and Jamal Murray got hurt uh-huh. and then it really derailed their next season as well, uh, and it just hasn't been able to get the same traction back. But the Joker is one of the best players in the is, if not the best player in the NBA. <laughs> He's right officially now. the Joker going forward. There's, there's, we can't, we can't start, we can't stop now, right? No, nope. it's, it's natural. It just happens. You got to go long on a guy like the Joker. Uh, you have to. It's just one of those things where it's like those are your sure bets. The the LeBron James of the world, those are the ones that you have to kind of worry about, not worry about, because it's it's almost as if like. That's literally identical, mirrored. If you invest in LeBron James, you invested in Tom Brady this year. All that banked value, great, right? But now it's all, will he, won't he be back next year? I know everybody, all signs point to him him wanting to play with his kid and all that stuff. That's fun. Who, LeBron, will he be back? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm saying, like, you know what's crazy? I try to think about it, and I don't want to make this comparison, but I will anyway, just because why the hell not? Like, Tom Brady playing all those years in the sport of football, right? But all of a sudden, towards the back end of his career, the, the rules catered around the fact that, that Tom Brady didn't have to do much mm-hmm. other than lace it, right? LeBron James running up and down the court, still dropping 40s here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, like... Special. Yeah, man. I, and look, I... I know you're not going to find somebody Dave who does not like LeBron. James. I don't like LeBron. I, I, I'm not but, on a personal level. I don't know the guy, but I'm saying rec- like, you got to You got to I mean, recognize what you see. out The there dude right now. could play another five years at a high level. I mean, when three it, years when at it, a high level. We don't know that. But I mean, he's playing I, now I at say, a high I level. I say two years. It's, it's he's in year yes. twenty. I think yeah, a year, two years at a high level, and then thereafter, I'm not going to rule out a high level. But, you know, Father it's Time insane. is certainly undefeated, and eventually it will wear down. Uh, LeBron's got a lot of seasons just in the postseason combined. If you add up all his postseason games, I believe it's like two years, three years in the NBA. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But now, speaking of somebody who has uh, obviously captured the heart of, of pretty much America, um, if you're a Dallas Mavericks fan, you're excited about the fact that you have Luka, right? L- Luka has been one of those guys that 
is, is, is sure as the sunrise, right? The guy will show up each and every day. And the biggest problem with the Dallas Mavericks was they didn't want to add, and well, it's not the want, they just didn't add any pieces around him. He started to take the reins by himself. He's still dropping 37 to 40 to 45 points, and he's still losing games. Then you acquire Kyrie Irving, and you're like, okay, hold on now. We got ourselves a second guy. We do have a 1A, a Robin to the Batman. This is going to help him going forward. If Kyrie Irving, and I don't like Kyrie Irving either. I think he's going to spin right off the flat earth, right? But I think that, obviously, if you add a guy like this, right, and you have a Luka on your team, it alleviates the stats maybe, maybe a little bit, because Kyrie is a scorer after all, even if he is, you know, a facilitator at heart, maybe sometimes. But, like, Luka, you have you have the best front court in the NBA now, No. Between the two of those guys, like, I mean, name another duo that's that's as, as impressive off, as that. I can't off the top of my head, but I'll say this. Um, and I think Kyrie's a better player than Jalen Brunson, but I don't know if it's that much better, you know, considering how great Jalen Brunson's playing this year. And I, I know that I might I, get flamed for that, but in terms of, like, what's going to make the team better, Kyrie hasn't really improved many teams in terms of win percentage. Correct. And specifically in the postseason, they've had better win percentages in games that he's not played in, um, dating back to, like, the Boston situation. Very true. Uh, I obviously know Kyrie's a better player than Jalen Brunson, but we saw what Dallas was able to do with Jalen Brunson as the the two, the number two option. I guess you could call Kyrie the they one. Had a, they option. made a run. They made a run, and Brunson had a really good postseason, which, which was, got him paid. <laughs> which which got him paid. And if you if if Kyrie delivers what Brunson was able to deliver this postseason, they're the same Mavericks team because Brunson elevated his game in the playoffs last year. Listen, this is if, music to my ears. I'm just I'm not I'm not I just tell me how good Brunson I'm, is. I'm, I'm all gonna for it. need it's not even that I think Brunson is that good. I just don't think that Kyrie is as much of an upgrade as people would consider because of the star value and the star power that's attached to his name. Kyrie hasn't really done much in terms of winning for his franchises that he's played for over the mm -hmm. last couple seasons. He's done more harm than good. Whether it's right, wrong or indifferent, I kind of agreed with his whole stance thing. Um in some ways, because you know, it just didn't. It was make kind any of a gaze. It was. It was very like we stupid. had players that weren't vaxxed, and I'm not getting into the vaccine, right, wrong, or indifferent. Again, I'm not doing that. But players that, if you were a Minnesota Timberwolves and you weren't vaxxed, you could come play in New York. Like that's where there was loophole paperwork loopholes that didn't make sense. And I stood by Kyrie on that. But end of the end of the day, it was very detrimental to his. It's, it's very detrimental to his career. I don't know that he's going to run into the same vaccine issues in Dallas. No. Uh, but. <laughs> Not at all. But I don't think that's a that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, so you I'm don't not, have to worry about it. I'm not sure it. it's a thing at all, regardless. But point being is all that just to say I don't think that it makes them that much better as a team. It may so help. This is, and all, I also don't think Kyrie stays after this season. This all stems back to our conversation about Luca. Now the other guy in this conversation is somebody that kind of look, <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, this is the show that, that Dave doesn't like anybody. Steph Curry to me, oh my goodness, is a guy that Dave changed, doesn't like Curry or LeBron. Changed the game. Tell me forever. the NBA without <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, hate the I don't NBA. like LeBron or Steph Curry. So wait, the NBA. <laughs> like you have to pick one. No, I don't have to pick any of them actually. Um, but when I look at a guy like he Steph also Curry, hates the Knicks because he likes them because they stink. <laughs> so he has to listen. Man, I'm hate a that. butchered and battered Knicks fan, bro. I have not have seen any success since Sprewell, and even that wasn't success. I was gonna say what. I'm saying, like, back when they played the uh, the Tim Duncan and David Robinson championship year. That was it. The most recent success, you could say, was the Jeremy Lin run with Carmelo Anthony. That was, sure, in a shortened season, they were, like, the two-seed. They looked incredible in 2012. But, again, that's not that's not success to me in any event. Back to Curry. Um, I just think the guy changed the game. 
and he changed the game in a, in a detrimental way for the kids nowadays to learn the fundamentals of basketball. I, I, I mean, all listen. I was in education for a little bit. Okay, I was in gym class. I saw these kids do their there. All they want to do is chuck up the longest three point. They don't want to learn how to back in. They don't want to learn how to I follow their question, shot. Though. They don't want to learn how to do a layup. They want to learn how to so, hit a three pointer like Steph Curry. So, so are you blaming? I'm not blaming anybody. You, He's good. No, no, no. All right, like regardless, Steph Curry doing what he did, but Steph Curry only played basketball. That's all he did, right? Sure. If we're looking at who's changing the game, do you really think Steph Curry's is drawing up the plays and the schemes for all 30 NBA clubs? No. There's coaches that are seeing this, and there's there's analytics teams that are seeing this. This is all done at the top. Steph Curry is just the best at what he does. So it's it's we need a fall guy. We need a scapegoat to point the finger at. Do you want him to stop shooting threes? Because he's the best at it. Nobody's doing it at the rate he has, and guys are going to try, but it's really just about – the analytics here it's not Steph Curry and if you want to talk about like changing the game and the offense again that's it this is we could we could go back and look at like Michael Jordan's playground we want to talk about flopping and stuff this all happened this all has been happening this is not the NBA players that are doing this they're playing within the confines that they're given you know the 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 biggest bugaboo that you could say about LeBron is that he doesn't play in an era where it's tough like give me a break do you do you think LeBron would have it harder if people were allowed, if he was allowed to be a little more physical, if no, LeBron, he's a tight end. So if Le, so, it's like, you know, we're talking about LeBron didn't have to take the abuse. Well, LeBron's not allowed to give it either. You know, it's you true. want to talk about changing the game? Shaq should have changed the game, but they wouldn't allow it. They started the hack of Shaq. Shaq was fouled ten times a play. They couldn't call it because there wouldn't be a game. It's not right. Wrong. So they tailor things as players come into the league. They noticed something and they were like, okay, money, money, points, points, bro. This has nothing to do with Steph Curry. And I'm going long on Steph. Of course you're going long Because on if you Steph. want to talk about longevity, that boy is going to be wet for a long time. <laughs> All right, he's going to hit three after three after three. All right, for so go long, long on Steph Curry. As long what as he ch- so chooses, he could spot up in the corner and drill it. No <laughs> doubt. All right, well, look, it's exciting. The NBA's here. We're excited about it. You now can go long and short on players, careers. Career bets are now available. Liquid props now available. Before we get out of here, Let's go around the league in the NFL because we do have Ooh, a couple. I didn't know things. about this. Oh yeah, no, I spring this on you, buddy. I spring this on you. So around the league in the NBA in the NFL, uh, just a couple little nuggets here. Calvin Ridley reinstated, yes. or at least applied, applied for, for reinstatement. So he's excited. I saw a tweet that he put out it was a smiley face to Schefter's tweet. So Calvin Ridley trying to get involved there. So so start doing your due diligence on a Calvin Ridley as far as the Mar- uh, Mojo Mark is concerned. The Derek Carr saga is getting a little bit murky because now it's like all eyes are on what the new york jets are gonna do they feel like they're the first domino to fall but i ask you this this is the the concerning thing that i have with the Derek carr situation here's i think in dave sturchio's opinion of the jets pecking order as to what they want one rogers clear not a debate two car the problem i have is if you wait you might lose option two. And what if option one decides I'm staying in Green Bay or I'm retiring or I'm going to the Vegas? Only, the only the chance po- here for like this to all work out and, and work out the way it needs to work out is if all of these teams that want Derek Carr are also considering Aaron Rodgers and the execs are all like, all right, we need this chip to fall first. We need to know what Rodgers is going to do. Not necessarily is he going to be traded. Rodgers doesn't hit free agency, but Derek Carr has 
20 days to decide before free agency. So it's not like, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a Derek Carr show right now. And then we could say, Hey, we, am I really in a rush or could we wait two weeks and see if Rogers does come out with something? Then we have, we have seven days as the only guy, if Rogers gets traded, then we know, okay. But, but is, if you're is Derek, Derek Carr, it, right. If you're then Derek you're taking Carr, one of the suitors out of the mix. Are you waiting for Rogers to make a decision based off of his little, whatever he's on right now or going through the rest of the week and I don't think it's up, I mean, because think about it. If you're, if you're Derek Carr and you're like, okay, the Jets would be fun. They have a great defense built for now. I think if you're Derek Carr and you want to go to a team specifically and you're like, I understand, you have to have, as a player here, you have to look at the situation and be like, all right, I understand. They want Rodgers. I want to go there. I don't think they're going to get him, right? And I still want to be here. Then maybe you wait. But, but imagine, it, but that that's the biggest thing for me. So imagine being Derek Carr and telling the Jets that they're, I have interest in joining your squad. His agent contacts uh, Joe Douglas and everybody's starting and I want to do that. Do the Jets have the the brass? Okay, and I'm not talking about upper management. I'm talking about the the stones. Do the Jets have the stones to say, "Yo, we're actually mutually interested as well." But we got to wait on Aaron Rodgers. That's a slap in the face to Derek Carr. So well, Derek Carr like can turn I, around and say, "I started it off That's and cool, said I started it off and said um Derek Carr would have to be okay with this and i don't think he would be i don't know that he wouldn't be but here's the thing now. i don't know that he wouldn't be i think when you're hitting these situations and you're an agent if i'm the agent i'm gonna look at him and be like bro it's aaron Rodgers. settle down like let's just let this play out a little bit if and that's what it's going to come down to it could be a decision it could be offended but when it comes down to business bro like i could look at certain situations and be like look if, if it's between me and and joe buck they're gonna hire joe buck you know, to, to to call a football game. You want to know why? Because everybody knows Joe Buck is the best. I mean, not everybody, but you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I love Joe Buck now. Like, everybody knows Joe Buck is better than me at talking sports. Fine, but, but that's not a comparison. The comparison is... The comparison is here. No, no, no. The comparison is all time, Joe Buck's the guy, right? But that's like, also, Al Michaels is available. Bro, bro. Al Michaels is available. Hey Al, are you? Do you have interest in calling these games? I actually do, bro. We're right, talking. We'll we're, we're consider talking about you, a guy. but we got to figure out what Joe Buck does we're, first. We're also still talking about a guy that is not Al Michaels. To be fair, this is a guy that's cut by the Raiders. He was cut by the Raiders based off of a direction the teams decided to go in, based off of the fact that they haven't had success with the guy. But he's a very good quarterback. I mean, he's a very good quarterback. There's a couple things here. While while we're sitting here and, and saying Derek Carr, Derek Carr, I agree. He's he's becoming a better quarterback in everyone's eyes because he's available, right? And all the teams that are desperate, he be, and that's what it comes down to. You got to be careful. Derek Carr has got thirty. He's thirty one. He's got how many seasons? He has how many playoff wins? How many playoff appearances? Sure. And there's you know you can't get, play in the cold. You, you get, you get your best. Get you get the best wide receiver in the league, and your stats get worse. You know, I I understand. I think Derek Carr is a good player, but. I mean, let's let's not talk about Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. If you have an opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers and a real one, and it's a matter of are we going to miss out on Derek Carr? Well, you might you might stink with Derek Carr. So anyway. here's here's my here's my conundrum. If you're the Jets, and if I'm Derek Carr, I'm going to be like, look, I want to go to the Jets. If they want Rodgers, that's fine. I got other suitors. But that's um, what I'm saying. So, but if it doesn't work out, call me up. No beef. No if, beef. No if, one. No foul. If it all plays out where the Jets kind of tell them, tell Carr, hey, listen, we're waiting. We're waiting, right? And Carr's like, that's cool. I'm going to sign with New Orleans. All right, cool. So now Carr's off the board. Then Rodgers comes back and says, 
You know what? I, I really love it in Green Bay. I, I have to finish my career here. Now the Jets are down there, too. So now you look at option three real quick. Jimmy G. He knows the system because of Salah. I get it because of that same the insert good, right it's away. It's a nice little fallback. I got to give you your flowers just a little bit. I don't like typically doing it all the time, but there is now heavy rumors that Justin Fields might be available. Oh. Yeah. Somebody might have said that a couple weeks ago. Um, do you go all in on a Justin no. Fields? <laughs> do you go Jimmy all in? G. Do you go all in on Lamar Jackson if he's available? I would take Lamar 100% over Justin Fields. But here, here's the, trait, the biggest. The, the, the reason why it's harder for Lamar is because you're going to have to sign a massive deal. Yeah, Justin no, Fields, you're going to get another quarterback. They're already quarterback talking about. Stinks. They're already talking about. They'll pay whatever it takes to get that QB one in the building for five years. Trust me. Woody Johnson going all in right now. Well, then on it a plug shouldn't be Rodgers. play quarterback. If you're if you're going Rodgers, it's going to be a two year deal. Correct. And it, but if you Free. if you think you're built to win right now, it's a Rodgers. It's no debate. Stop the stop the madness. Throw Rodgers right? in the AFC with those quarterbacks. I like. It. I mean, interesting. It's interesting, but it's very competitive. You know, so we'll see. But here's here's the here's the problem with the Jets. I don't want to keep harping on it, but. If, let's just say the Jets missed out on Rodgers and Carr. And let's just say Lamar stays put and Field stays put. Now you're looking at, like, Jimmy G or, like, Baker Mayfield or, like, Andy Dalton. Like, these guys are available for your quarterback. And and you've already kind of hinted that, that, Taylor, that Zach's got to sit. A little Taylor Heineke action. Oh, boy. Jets are in trouble, man. Make your decision and make it now. Throw the farm at everything that you want. Hey, so if you what, want to make if, a move, what if Gino, make a move. What if Gino in Seattle can't get it can't get it done? Reunited and it feels so good? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. All right, before we get out of here, NBA prop bets to look into tonight. Be sure to get involved right now in the Bucks and the uh, Bucks and the Bulls and the Clippers and the Suns. So look for those guys as soon as they hit the market. Two stats I want to say, very interesting. Chris Middleton, having himself a year, right? Has not played the Bulls yet. That's weird to me. I mean, it's like oh, he plays all these games. They played the Bulls twice. They have He hasn't been in any of those games. So interested to see that. You might want to take your chances. But I will say my slam dunk of the night is somebody that we'll probably be talking about time and time again on the NBA, on the Mojo market, and that's Giannis. My guy played two games against the Bulls this year. He is averaging 40. Get involved. He, his his, the Bucks, his prop bet tonight is going to be points and rebounds. 11 straight. Get in there. Just 11 or 12 straight for the Giannis, Bucks. Giannis, all day. Giannis time. Giannis time. All day, every day. So do yourself a favor. Do that. And you can also follow us at Mojo, M-O-J-O. That is on TikTok. That is on Instagram. That is on the Twitter machine. And, of course, join the Discord as well. That is the way to do it. Um, I sure as hell know that that's what I want to do. I want to definitely join the Discord because the conversation keeps on going. I want you guys to make your money, invest smart. The NBA is here, career-long bets. That's the kind of stuff that we were all in on with the NFL. The NBA is going to do just much that. And you know what? The uh, the the turnover, the fluid, what, what, the fluidity? No, that's not a word. Fluidity is a word? Well, I don't know what you're trying to say. So Fluidity is the, a the, word. The, the, the constant change of these things could – to. there's a lot of – Damn it. Parody. Here we go. <laughs> Parody. So you can definitely look into the NBA long bets. But again, the prop bets are where you can make money each and every night. So for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Thank you guys for watching. Back here tomorrow on a feel good. It's it's our wow. It's not a it's not a football Friday. Oh, God. What are we going to do? NBA All-Star Weekend there coming we at you. Let's go.